Good evening! Welcome to the Final Fantasy Wiki podcast, the official podcast of the Final Fantasy Wiki. That's that's the whole story, right, Sumcaller Mage? Yeah. Yeah, I, I... Like, unless you want to come up with some epic backstory for it, I think that's everything. An epic backstory, you ask? All right. Yes. Okay, alright, this sounds like a story prompt, so, um... Give me three details. <laughs> Give me three objects, and I'll, I'll see if I can come up with a story with this. Fuck, I didn't have any details prepared. <laughs> you don't have any details? Just any random objects. We'll see if we can come up with a grandiose backstory. I'm Blue Highwood, by the way. I host this thing. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm some color mage, I guess. So three objects. Well, first, this is you know, about the wiki podcast, so clearly there's a wiki. There is a wiki, yes. And, yeah. And you talk about OBS a lot, so I guess there's that. OBS, Um, Third thing. Um, You're not making this easy. (laughs) (laughs) If you had had picked a toaster, I think it would be easier to work with than OBS. Well, there you go, a toaster. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) This goes back... I, I realize now that toaster is like one of those stock random words that are in the back of my mind because I did a let's play many many years ago, and like I needed a random word to keep saying, and I started saying toaster a lot. Anyway, okay. So once upon a time, there was a magical toaster. It was the king of all toasters, and it demanded that the Final Fantasy Wiki do a podcast. Because the evil OBS Empire had kidnapped his daughter, Princess Toastalot. Princess Toastalot was beautiful and fair and um, only lightly toasted, while her father was very deeply toasted. There's actually a, uh, a very complicated racial dynamic in the toaster universe, which I now regret setting up in my story. So I'm going to retcon all of that. Let's, let's, let's cut that detail completely. <laughs> Okay, and she got kidnapped by the OBS Empire, and the OBS Empire told the King Toaster that he will murder and devour the daughter with jam if the Final Fantasy Wiki does not do a podcast once a month. And that's how the whole thing started, because we're big friends of King Toaster. Yay. Yay. Alright, was all that worth it? All that setup? Yeah, probably. Probably. I, I mean, we don't have a lot. We don't have a lot this month. We we need as much filler as possible. I don't know. We need filler. Like we we could do a straight to the point episode, but I think we need a uh, we need an exercise to get us in the podcasting vibe. I think, and I think that worked pretty well. So uh, it's February twenty twenty three, right? Twenty twenty three. Yes. Okay, it's, it's mm-hmm. that period at the start of the year when I'm still writing 2022 on everything. Right. And you think I'd be able to get over that, considering my job is all about dates all the time. But I still write 2022 sometimes. So, uh, in the month of February 2022, basically nothing happened with Final Fantasy. Um, we Yeah, now to Lois, this is just a whole month of uh, waiting for the one release yeah i mean that release came out and uh, from all reports is a very good game but like there were mm-hmm. big industry events like uh, nintendo had their uh showcase for the first half of 2023 
and I don't think there was a single Square Enix object in that entire show. Am I correct? Yeah, there's... Oh, Octopath 2. Uh, oh, yeah, Octopath 2, which I think is now ours, and I haven't touched, and, like, the the only thing I've heard is to, like, double down on everything, so... Yeah, if you wanted the party members to interact with each other, guess you're shit out of luck again. I actually heard the opposite. Jason Schreier on oh, really? the uh, yeah on the Triple Click podcast. Did I say that right? Triple Click. I don't know what mm-hmm. I said. I, th- I think I said it wrong, but I'm gonna say it right again. Triple Click. He said that it was a much better game than the first one and was improving all the issues. It was not just you do the exact same thing over and over again, thirty-two times. But, well, granted, I did hear that of the demo, so, so you know, there'd only be, like, people in the first chapter when, you know, there wouldn't be much character moments, so, yeah. I'm kind of wondering if I'm going to be able to play that game, because when I think back to Octopath 1, my memory of that game is nothing. It is a complete gray fog. I don't remember any characters, any events any locations I just remember the HD 2D effect and I remember in retrospect that game was extremely boring yeah it's a pretty game but doesn't have much sub- substance to it I also think that if you want a game about eight different characters having eight very distinct JRPG adventures there's a game out there and it's really been with us this entire time. We just didn't know it. And it's called Live Alive. Hmm. And it is fucking amazing. Some might say mm-hmm. it was the, uh, I think, the third best game of 2022. I I think that was where it was on your list. Uh, I mean, no, it's actually the just... fourth best game of 2022. Fourth. Okay. Oh, uh, self-promotion, guys. Uh, go to bluehighland.blogspot.com. The last blog spot. Splat. The last blog spot, and you will find my top ten list of video games. And uh, Live Alive made number four, and what made number one? I don't know. You'll just have to go and click to find out. Where did Elden Ring end up? I can tell you right now. It wasn't on the list because I didn't play that game. All right. Um, I feel like yeah, we've... fair enough. <laughs> I feel like we meandered a lot from where we were. Where were we? I think we were still doing the intro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we were talking about what news there was, and how there were, really wasn't any. Is that where we were? Uh, yeah, yeah. I okay. mean, that's something I thought was the, still the intro, but yeah, yes, there's, there just really wasn't anything happening this month. I mean, you, you already checked Nova Crystallis before we, uh, we recorded this, started recording this, but, uh, yeah, just what is there? Okay, so, like, yeah, there's Power Wash Simulator thing. All right, all right, let's, uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it, then. All right, well, I, to finish my point, it was like, Nintendo had their big Direct. No, basically no Square Enix stuff there. Uh, yesterday, yeah. at the time of this recording, Sony had their PlayStation Direct, whatever they call it, and no Square Enix thing there. State of play. State of play, yes. Uh, nothing Square next there. Uh, nothing fun. Also, Fantasy. that state of play was incredibly fucking boring in general. That was... Disagree. Like, if it weren't for... Uh, 
if it wasn't for uh, Capcom's bit in the middle there where they've showed off uh, you know, more Street Fighter 6 and Resident Evil 4 remake, that would have been horrible. I liked some of the stuff. I like Goodbye Volcano High. That game, as it turns out, I am deeply weak to on every level. I like dinosaurs. I like indie rock. I like um, Life is Strange-esque teenager angst. Um, yeah, teenager angst and I play Final Fantasy games. I, I can't see how those two things are connected at all. Um, and then uh, there was a Tichia. Is that how you say that game's name? How do you say that? I don't know. It's a T-C-H-I-A. It's yeah, a, I don't know how to pronounce that. It's like a Wind Waker-esque game. It's inspired by the island in the South Pacific, New Caledonia. Which, I guess you'd be more familiar than I would be. Because it's in your hemisphere. Uh, then, uh... I'm not that familiar with New Caledonia. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm assuming some things. It'd be like, you would look on a map and be like, well, you must really know uh, Nova Scotia because it's somewhere geographically close to you, and I don't really know anything about Nova Scotia. Um, one other thing. Uh, oh, everybody hates the uh, new Arkham game. Uh, what's it called? Suicide Squad Kills the Justice League, and I think it looks okay. Uh, I mean, it... It looks like a fucking live service game, and, like, these past few months have been a wasteland of dead and dying live services. There's no faith in that model anymore. If there even was ever any faith in it to begin with, because, like, the only, uh, the only things of a live service model that actually work are, you know, like, you know, traditional MMOs and fucking Destiny 2. And Borderlands, I guess. I think. Borderlands is kind of in the same vague kind of territory. Where, uh, you know what? Speaking of Borderlands, I interviewed Randy Pitchford many, many years ago at a, uh, at a PAX East. And this was for their terrible Overwatch kind of like. Uh, what was that thing called? Battle, Battleborn. Battleborn. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one. Though. Yeah, that game sucked. But, um,. <laughs> I remember I was talking to him, and I'm like, okay, I get the shooting, I get the matches, I get the characters. The loot element, though, what is the point of the loot? And, like, he's like, well, you know, loot. People love getting loot. And I'm like, I don't care about loot at all. I didn't want to say that to him, because I don't want to be mean. Uh, but I'm like, what? so why do what I want loot? And he's like, because of loot. And, like, it just felt like we were talking past each other. Like, what do I do with the the loot? Why do I want to do this? The the reality of those fucking random loot systems is that most of the shit they put on it isn't interesting. Like, it'll be, like, a plus 2% to some specific circumstance. Fuck off. Like, you've either got to have it, you know, really simple, this thing increases your power by this much, or you go like go all out like D- Diablo 2 and just give every item like a dozen special effects that are all very very certain this increases this ability. No 
Uh, no, this increases range damage while you're looking away from the TV on a full moon type shit. Or we have three colors of damage, and this one increases purple damage. Yeah, it's... It's... It's just... There, there's no enjoyment of it, because, you know, not only is it not obvious if what you've got is an improvement, even if you've got some dumb gear score or or DPS or or something. Like, it's just... It's just boring. Yeah, um, even games I like, like God of War, the... Not mm. 2, because I didn't play that one, but the... The last God of War game, you, the one that came out like 2018. Yeah, you mean the... Yeah, the... Uh, the yeah, 2018 and back to Technically, yeah, God of War 4 and the newest one is God of War 5. But they don't use numbers anymore because that'd be easy for people to figure out. No, but that game had, like, a loot score thing. And I remember thinking the economy was so weird in that game because it was like you had to increase your gauntlet the slightest bit and that would increase your overall equipment level. And by doing that, suddenly I could survive fights that I couldn't before. And all I did was just make a gauntlet on my arm, like, go up, like, two stages. And somehow that affected the entire thing. It was weird. It was not fun. Um, let's mm. hope that Final Fantasy sixteen does not have that stuff. Mm. And to almost get back on topic, uh, Forspoken does have all this stuff. And I've generally been ignoring yeah. all of it. But I also have not played any Forspoken this month, so that's all we're going to talk about. Yeah. It was, yeah. It, was, it was on my TV stand here. I'm looking at Ella Belinsky. The, the PlayStation 5 jewel case is getting increasingly dusty, and I, I have not been able to bring myself to play it, because I've had other things to do. Mm. Uh, anyway, uh, we're, I feel like we still have not started <laughs> after all this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Sony event happened, and there was no Square Dex news. Uh, PlayStation VR 2 happened, and there's no Square Dex news there either. Uh, Except so, that's not even that even backwards compatible, is it? So, no, it so is not. Like, you can't play VR 1 games on it. So, yeah, there was uh, one Final Fantasy VR 1 game. It was a Final Fantasy 15 fishing spin-off. Can't play that on the VR2. Can you play that on, like, any of the other VR things? Or are you just completely boned? you got to play it on PlayStation 4 VR. I I believe it was, uh... Yeah, I believe it was PSVR exclusive. I wonder if anyone went through the trouble of doing the work to make that game playable on other stuff. I'm betting they did not. I feel like there's two circles in the world and there's Final Fantasy fans and there's VR weirdos and not to say the Final Fantasy people are not weirdos too but they are completely different kinds of weirdos and there's not a lot of overlap between those two circles yeah I mean I don't, I don't want any VR thing like I, I don't know what like yeah, I don't have a lot of uh, room for it no, I am, um, I'm very boring and traditional when it comes to my video game tastes. And I, I've tried out all the VR things, and the only one I liked at all was playing Thumper in VR. And that was just a regular old game. All it did was just kind of make the effects 3D. 
I mean, it was awesome and intense because it was like, you know, you got your headphones in and like the sense that all the concussion was happening all around you and the little uh, beetle guy was getting smashed. It was awesome, but it was also like, I don't need to play this in VR. And VR has added nothing to this experience. Anyway, uh, let's do the news. As much of it as there is. So you were talking about Power Wash Simulator. Have you played that at all? Uh, yes, actually. How is it? Uh, it's, it is actually quite relaxing. Like it does, it sounds like a dumb main game and in a sense it kind of is, but at the same time, it is just something oddly satisfying about it. I imagine it is because I've, I've enjoyed doing dishes just because of getting the grime off of shit. I've never actually played with a power washer, but I've watched the YouTube videos of people doing it and it does look amazing. Um, so, uh, did you ever at any point while playing that think, you know what, I'd really like to be in Midgard doing this right now? You know, I didn't specifically think that, but now that the question has come up, it's, it's, uh, you know, an interesting thought. Yeah, so, um, Square Enix Collective is specifically who's named here. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna have to look into what that is, but... I think that was, uh, their... Uh, I believe that was like their, uh, you, know, you, uh, you put something, you pitch us ideas and we help with crowdfunding type thing. It's apparently their UK stuff. I don't know what they've ever published, though, other than this. This is the first time I've ever heard... Alright, they have done some stuff. They did a, a horror RPG called Little Goody Two Shoes. Something called Circuit Superstars. Uh, the touring test they were involved in a little bit. Alright, they've been doing things. Forgotten Anne, which I think was... Isn't that a... Um, is that a Tokyo RPG factory game, Forgotten Anne? I don't remember. Anyway, well, uh, Power Wash Simulator. It's got a Final Fantasy DLC coming out. I don't know when. Uh, there's a review for it at the top of Never Crystal, so I might oh, be I guess out. So. I guess it's coming out very soon, then. Oh, uh, it's supposed to release? No, this is the game itself. Um, I imagine you're just you're just cleaning, like, Cloud's bike. That's what's in the picture here. Or the car. It is not doing what I'd want, which would be a... The... Sorry, yeah? Uh, there is a Scorpion Sentinel here. Oh, all right. That, that's cool. What I was going to say is what I'd want would be a heavily physics-based simulator where I get to shampoo Sephiroth's hair. Really use that hair physics stuff from Tomb Raider 10 years ago. I know Square Enix still has that somewhere. Mm. All right. Uh, next news report. Um, Final Fantasy X. It's a Kabuki theater thing now i i don't oh right that's uh that thing yeah um, there was a trailer that came out um you could see the actress or actor i'm not sure if i remember traditionally kabuki's all male i don't know if that's still the case anymore i imagine not uh but the kabuki stage play will be coming out uh march 4th through april 12th in tokyo which means none of us will be able to see it right uh, there is, oh, there is a key artwork. I'm going to go share it here. 
maybe you can go take a look at that and uh, let's see if we can get your opinion. And there. They look like the Final Fantasy X people. Is it the top right? Um, I'm not sure. I, um, I'm imagining that's the, uh, like, the high Yevin guy. Like, the Pope guy. Right, I don't remember his name. Probably one of, that's probably one of the maesters, yeah. I just can't think of which one. Grand Maester... Um, I don't remember his name. It really... They also, all kind of just uh, look like... like the characters, except for... It looks like the ones that got most stylized were Riku and Lulu. Also, wow, Kamari really was not intended to have a human face. <laughs> oh, oh, I think that's Unaleska on the right. Yeah, with purple hair. Yeah, she's on the middle right. Is yeah, that she... Awaka in the middle left? In the middle left? Um, I'm guessing, yeah. yeah. I'm surprised how many maesters made it in here. Of all the characters I think you could cut from Final Fantasy X, I would not have brought every single maester in there. Oh, and I guess that's Braska on top left, too. Nobody can hear what... Nobody can see what we're looking at, so it's kind of useless at this point. <laughs> this is this is riveting radio. Uh, so, I would really like to see this. I've never actually seen any uh, Kabuki theater, and I know very little about it, as you can probably tell. But, um, I... This is not gonna happen, so. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have a whole cast list here. Uh, Nakamaka... Nakamura Shido II is Orin. Are, are you a big fan of Nakamura Shido II? Uh, sure, sure. Uh, good, good man. <laughs> Yona Kichi Nakamura V is gonna be Yuna. I'm going to look up who that is, and maybe it'll fill in my question as to whether or not they even have male actors. I, it's not working. Whatever. All right. So that's that's a cool and interesting thing, and I'm glad it's happening. Let's uh, let's see. Uh, Square Next had another financial report that came out February 3rd. Uh, the sales were down 6.6%. Operating income was down 17.6%. And uh, they managed to get um, the profit was overall positive. I think that's because of them selling selling Crystal Dynamics, Idos Montreal to Embracer. Yeah, uh, but uh, what were last year's big releases like? I'm trying to. They released think a if... crap ton of games, but not any like big AAA games. They released Triangle Strategy. Yeah, I'm Strategy. trying to think if they put out anything bigger than Stranger Paradise. <laughs> Stranger of Paradise, I think, was their biggest game. They had a Final Fantasy XIV DLC, which I think is a big deal. Um, and well, that was uh, December 2021. No, that wasn't there. An... Oh, that was just a, like a mid thing. Sorry. Yeah, I have my time all mixed up. That was like 14.7.3, right? That came out in December? Uh, December was. Uh, December 2021 was uh, 6.0. 6.0. Oh. Alright, I have my years completely mixed yeah. up. I, I'm I'm not yeah. good with Final Seven, Fantasy XIV. Uh, 7, uh, 7 point anything uh, not happening until next year. Okay. Like, 7.0 uh, will most likely be revealed on I have the date for this somewhere uh, 
because it's something that came up when talking about the uh, investment thing, uh, in the uh, investor report. Yeah, the uh, seven point I reveal is probably going to be July twenty eight. Yeah, uh, it's not happening this year. The uh, report explicitly says it's not happening this year. Uh, that was obvious to people who play who uh, followed the game because uh, 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 FanFest, which is the big thing, the big major tour for the expansion and stuff. Uh, Japan, the uh, that that the first of that in this circuit. This cycle uh, is the July 28 one, but the final one is not until uh, early 2024. So the expansion won't be out before then. Okay. Um, yeah, so last unlike year... Unlike what was... uh, some reporters said and claimed that they that this meant Final Fantasy XIV was over, that is not the case and was just oh. someone who can't fucking read. Yeah, Final Fantasy XIV is not ending probably ever at this point. Yeah, it is the last MMO that means anything at all anymore. So I think mm-hmm. there, I think that game is going to be fine for probably much longer than you want it to be around. Uh, so um, yeah, last year they released Live Alive, they released uh, Tactics Ogre Remaster. That um, yeah, they just released a bunch of like B games. They released like a ton of them, like one a month. But you know, like Triangle Strategy is not going to do the sales that. Even disappointing sales games like Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, that did not do the numbers they wanted it to, but that's going to do more numbers than Triangle Strategy did. I think. Yeah, all uh, all they really needed to do was just hold on for the year, and they have. Because 16 is out middle of this year. Yes. Uh, 7 Rebirth is out either very end of this year or beginning of next year. And uh, I mean, when Seven Remake came out, uh, that was the first quarter they've had in a long time, where you know, their normal, where their console game divisions uh, managed to pull out a bigger profit than you know all the mobile stuff. So yes, they are definitely uh, expecting these to uh, to you know, make tons of bank. Yeah, I imagine that Seven Rebirth is going to be a profitable enterprise. Uh, and then Kingdom Hearts 4, hopefully, will be out in 2024 or something. I would like to play another Kingdom yeah. Hearts game. That stupid mm-hmm. mobile game that looks awful, uh, Missing Link, should be out sometime this year. Yeah, I thought that was already supposed to be in testing, but I haven't actually heard anything from that. It might be in testing in, like, only Japan, or you've got to know somebody, that kind of deal. Hmm. Or I think that's coming in a few months. I don't know. That, that I, I don't. I'm not down for that game at all. Personally, I think it looks awful. But I will, I will watch the monthly updates of that, like I did for X Union X for a decade, and watch the story yeah. very slowly, slowly, slowly evolve, and then forget ninety percent of it. Maybe this time we we will not spend like three years in the Wreck of Ralph world waiting for plot to actually happen. <laughs> Maybe this time we will not wait in a room where Maleficent goes into a pod, and then you have to wait six weeks before you find out what the hell that pod means. Like it seriously was <sighs> like two minutes of story every single month. It was excruciating. Yeah. 
Yeah, the uh, the best update of that game was the final one where they just dropped the entire plot of Dark Road at yeah. once. Yeah. And, and the game a... still sucked, but the story was at least interesting. And it was a little tiny baby uh, Xehanort. The best little sprite ever. All right, and uh, that's the news. That's everything, I think. Let me double check. All right. Oh, uh, there's a rumor well, that the Final Fantasy Tactics team is incredibly busy at the moment, reports Nosy Pixel, which could mean anything at all. What is the Final Fantasy Tactics team? Like, uh, well, I uh, don't imagine there's much of them left anymore. Um, this yeah, is... like, Matsuno is is effectively freelance. Yeah, um, so, I, I don't know. This like, is just he something... has another company, but, but really I do much. don't know if he has a lot for that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what this thing's reporting, and uh, this website has an anime girl that's clearly naked uh, winking at me, so I, I kind of don't want to look at this anymore. <laughs> this game is Queen's Blade Limit Break. If you want to play that, that's that's our official sponsor of today's episode, Queen's Blade <laughs> Limit Break. <laughs> Do you like etchy anime from ten years ago? Play Queen's Blade Limit Break. Alright. So, um, this month there was a new Final Fantasy game. Uh, a giant chocobo laid an egg and outhatched Feet Rhythm. Final bar line. I'm saying that right. Feet rhythm? I don't fucking know. I always pronounce it feet rhythm because that's actually. Those words. are actually words, yes. <laughs> but it is spelled yeah. like that. It's spelled feet rhythm. But yeah, it's not spelt with an er, so. <laughs> They're missing one. Feet rhythm, final bar line, which was released, I believe, for the PlayStation 4, 5, Switch, all the various things. Yeah, or just. For, actually, uh, just the yeah, 4. Yeah, 4 and Switch. Yeah. Yeah, foreign switch. Oh, not for PC. Oh well. Yeah, they uh, yeah they didn't put out a PC version. Well, you know, it it was just too awesome. The PC can't handle all the intensity of what's going on here. Or Square Next is like weird about putting their music out on PC for some stupid reason. Yeah, I'm going to guess that it's at least partially licensing <clears throat> bullshit. Because I mean, the the deluxe edition thing that that is. That is mostly games that that they would have to pay extra to put in the game in the first place, and like half of them, you're not allowed to stream them. So yeah, that's yeah, there's definitely licensing stuff is going on here. I remember I did play the demo of this. I did not play the full thing, but I was looking through the menus, and there's a specific menu option where it talks to you about what you're allowed to stream, which is the first time I've ever seen anything like that in a video game. Yeah, um, I, Squ Square's actually somewhat on on the ball about that because, <clears throat> like, uh, you know, a lot of uh, like they don't do streamer mode type stuff, which is probably better overall. But they're usually pretty good at putting out a list of these songs are licensed. If you if you put them on Twitch, you will probably get in trouble, and we can't help you. Um, can, and they're usually fairly proactive in getting those out. Um, like, like yeah, understandably, the uh, streaming uh, instructions for uh, Stranger Paradise is 
You can air everything except for the scenes where we have Frank Sinatra music playing. <laughs> and did they actually use the real Frank Sinatra tracks? Yes, uh, yes, it's the real Frank Sinatra version of My Way in the game. Why, why would you pay for that? That's so expensive. <laughs> you could just get a guy to go and do a Frank Sinatra impression and you could go and save yourself so much money. I would much rather hear, like, a Japanese guy singing my way than the real Frank Sinatra. Anyway. Uh, so, um, yeah, you know what? Square Enix pisses me off because there's no way to get the new version of um, Megalovania from Live Alive. Like, that's completely banned from YouTube. You cannot hear that. They will not allow anyone to post yeah, that. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... Uh, that one really, really sucks. Um... Square have definitely gotten a lot more restrictive on that stuff because they they are uploading soundtracks to one of their own channels eventually now. Yeah, but so they're taking they're being a lot more goddamn... proactive of taking out other uploads. God, yeah, but they're taking for goddamn ever. And you know what? I would rather listen to it on Silva Gunner's channel channel, not that they exist anymore and have not existed in like fifteen years. But I'd still rather listen to them there. Than at the official Square Next mm. channel. Mm. Let it be democratized. I believe in wikis, which fans sharing fan stuff with no expectation mm. of capitalism coming in, except for the rather corrupt capitalist enterprise that owns us. Mm. But so, at least AdBlock works. At least AdBlock works, yes. Please go to the wiki with AdBlock on. That is my official stance, because God. Going to it without ad block is just unreadable, and there's nothing we can do about that. I'm sorry. I apologize yeah. on behalf of the wiki. Yeah, if if you get if you have an account, it turns off nearly all the ads, but it still keeps those fucking annoying top banners which push the entire fucking page down. So yeah, you block the shit out of them. We don't give a fuck. They don't give us any money. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to see a video about Kang when I'm looking up Sephiroth's hair. Wikia. Fandom. Whatever. If you're listening, please stop doing that. That's like a 2016 thing. Anyway, Theater Rhythm. Uh, some color mage, you have bought this game, right? Yes, I I have Theater Rhythm. It is a... It is very good. Uh, is, um, uh, there is... A hell of a lot of content in here. Uh, basically, so far, all I've managed to do is just play every song on the lowest difficulty. And now I'm trying to get through the quests because the quests are... Uh, a lot of the quests are extremely fucking difficult because, like, it'll be... You know, you have to power through and kill all the bosses of this song, but also we've added extra modifiers to how the game mechanics work just to fuck you over um and god some of those quests are absolutely brutal um yeah um, uh, i guess we should uh do a quick overview of what this thing is right so this is a rhythm game where you play through all the music of practically the entirety of square nexus catalog except for dragon quest and unfortunately no uh terra enigma Sorry, Terra Enigma fans, you are not represented here. Uh, but this is also kind of a 
pseudo RPG system, which sometimes does matter for the quests where you actually do build a party of basically every single Final Fantasy character that's ever been. There's a bears a I think it's like a hundred and seven characters or something in there. It's, yes. It, Although it's, some some of them are duplicates. Like there's two clouds and there's two teethers and there's two Yunas and two Yeastolas. Yeah, it's not every single one, but there's a pretty damn deep roster here. Like Wall from Mobius Final Fantasy, he's in here. Uh, Fran from Final Fantasy Twelve. I guess she's not that deep, but, like, that's impressively deep. You can actually play as a chocobo now. Yeah. Um, characters I have never even heard of. Uh, Siren from Crystal Chronicles. He's in this. Do you know who... Have you ever yeah. heard of that? Who is that? I have no fucking clue. Okay. Um, Benjamin from Mystic it, Quest is here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the idea is that you're taking these characters along and they're having a JRPG battle with all the monsters, but that all seems like just background flavor to me because what you really do is you hit the notes in time. Yeah. Yeah, you you can ignore that stuff entirely if you really want to. It's like all it's really getting you is a bunch of items, a few cosmetic rewards and only cosmetic rewards for the moogle you get the uh you get you can like change your airship just by playing the game and and it'll just gradually unlock all of those but yeah there's moogle outfits and then just items that feed into uh just feed further into the rpg mechanics and also the the collector cards some of them are only done from the crescent so it's something you can ignore entirely if you really want to. You just have to just quickly go through the quests to unlock the songs, and you don't even need to clear the quests. You just need to finish the song, and that adds it to the adds it to the song list. Yeah, this is oh, this is the third theater rhythm game. I forgot to mention there was one on the uh, fifth. three the fifth. Wait, there's yeah, a... the original. There's the, the original, then there's the iOS one with the same name, which we have listed as the same game, but they're really different. Okay. Then there's Curtain Call. Then there's the arcade game, All-Star Carnival. And then there's this. Alright, so the first one, that came out on 3DS, right? Yes. Okay, then Curtain Call also came out on the 3DS? Yes. Then what was the fourth one? Uh, All-Star Carnival, which was an arcade game. And, wow. Oh, I never even heard of that. Huh. Alright, so there's five of these. Yeah, already. like, this, this one This one is uh, largely a, a home version of All-Star Carnival. Oh, really? Just, okay. Just quite, a, just, you know, deeper, because, you know, the arcade version you know, didn't have the quest system, and, like, your character's growths were fixed, and, and also, uh, the... This is the return of event stages. They were uh, gone from All Star Carnival, which is why a ton of the uh, older EMS stages, uh, the song is also available as a different kind of stage. But event stages, that's the one where it's kind of a vertical view and like a cutscene plays? Yeah, the, okay. the cutscene ones. All right. This is, uh, to me, I played the Kingdom Hearts version of this, which was uh, Melody of Memories. And yeah. I thought that game ruled. 
I actually <laughs> like that game a lot more than Theater Rhythm, and I have not bought this game. I'm sorry to say. And I have two complaints. Two. Two of them. Number one, and this is the most important one, the bleeps and bloops of the notes playing makes the song completely unlistenable. Or like, if I buy this game, it is because I deeply love Final Fantasy music, and I want to hear the Final Fantasy V battle music as it sounded on the Super Nintendo, and it does sound great here. The only problem is that every single time I hit the chime or whatever, it's... Like, I can't hear the song anymore. You can lower the lower the volume of those, and also uh, there are in the options there is the option to replace those sound effects with with the ones from the 3DS games, which are which are a lot less excessive. Okay. All right. Maybe I should have done that. I didn't. I looked at the lowering the volume thing, and I lowered it like completely to the point that nothing I was doing had any connection to the song anymore, and that kind of alienated me even more so. Ah. Uh, but, okay. Well, then I then I put it on, like, really low. And also, you played it all on easy, right? Like, I mean, I have been playing some stuff on the higher difficulties, but, okay. yeah, just to unlock everything I did it on, on basic. Yeah, I found that basic is... Like, you know, the whole thing is, like, abstracted, so it's you're not actually playing the song, but you're playing a version of the song as if you only had four notes. I'm, I don't know music right. that well, so I can't really tell you specifics of this sort of thing. But um, when it's on easy, I find that nothing I'm doing has any connection to the actual music. It's not even, like, it's barely on beat. It's not the same melody at all. So I, I just found that un, unplayable, and I immediately had to go to, like, hard. Which is actually the second highest difficulty. No, that's the second lowest difficulty. There's easy, hard, and then two ludicrous modes that I didn't touch. Yeah, it's like, it's basic, it's like basic, extreme, ultimate, supreme. Okay. Which... I think I went to yes, it's extreme. Extreme difficulty is is fucking insane <laughs> i didn't i i don't know it depends i guess how good you are at this but i also found the demo was like super super nice to me because i i could be like half a second off of the note and it was still letting it count all right uh my other complaint is that the party system seemed like it had no connection to what i was doing versus in actual melody of memories you have Sora, Donald, and Goofy. In that specific order, you always say it's Sora, Donald, Goofy. They were on the thing, and they were actually hitting stuff, and it felt more connected, like it was an actual Kingdom Hearts battle with music, where this is just like, it's a rhythm game, and there's Final Fantasy stuff happening, but I can't even look at it, because I'm looking at the notes. Hmm. But you, you've played this game, and you love it, so, you know. Yeah. Like, I mean... I, I don't find the RPG stuff that important, but at the same time, like, the base mechanics haven't changed much since the 3DS version, so I actually uh, I actually know well, the importance of party slots and stuff, like, uh, because uh, they were a lot more upfront about that in the 3DS version. Like, you know how the battles, the ba the battle songs have the four lanes? 
yeah. the, each lane corresponds to a specific party slot. And like oh. in the 3DS versions, they actually lined up like that, you know, like a like an old NES NES era battle battle scene, and they'd stand behind the uh, the marker that actually causes them to attack. But oh. uh, that that's that's not uh, in this one. That's uh, they just it's a bit more freeform in nature. Yeah, that's... Uh, there's also the fact that there's abilities always ignored that. So like, uh, you know, so like when you charge up and when you charge up one of those abilities, it just goes off instantly, regardless of uh, of uh, whose turn it is. That that's always been the case. In um, I believe they've changed how how the field songs work a bit because like in the in field songs, uh, what happened in the 3DS games is that originally that at the start of the song only a party leader mattered for like their agility and stuff but if you screwed up a note they'd trip and then the next party member would come in to replace them and then it's their stats that come into effect and stuff like that i don't uh, think that's how it works in this one because there, there are battles the in the field songs now yeah 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 and it's always the whole party yeah, the only thing that Field Songs seem to do now is that it does that thing where you have to, uh, the note like goes up and down, and for whatever reason they do not have touchscreen controls on the Switch version, even though the Switch has a touchscreen. I don't know why you wouldn't use it, but it's not allowed, and you have to like go up and down manually with like the D-pad. That seems to be the only difference. So it's like the really I didn't see any real difference between these field stages or the battle stages. It was just. What's happening in the background? Yeah, not uh, not in this version. They don't feel much difference, which is which uh, is why I uh, don't get why uh, multiplayer is still restricted to battle songs only. Yeah, I, I'll also say one other thing is that in the Kingdom Hearts game, and, and in this game too, actually, uh, you have any button can work for any note. So either mm-hmm. A or I think all the face buttons can work, and the two shoulder yeah. buttons, maybe even all four shoulder yeah. buttons, they all can work yeah, for any I've, note. And I I think the the D pad even works. Yeah, uh, the only time no, the, I think you need the D pad for when it's pointing, like there's certain notes that you've got to go hit A and go down. Yeah, those those, those uh, use the sticks. Oh, those only use the sticks. I, I, I forget what the D-pad does now. I, I mean, I might also be thinking of another Square Enix owned rhythm game that uses a very similar control scheme. Because yeah. this is a very common control scheme for Square Enix rhythm games on the Switch. Yeah, I feel like they're all made probably by the same team. Uh, but the one, my one complaint with this is that I was able on the Kingdom Hearts game to mentally map it out so that one character was L, one character was R, and one character was A. And I was able to make mm. that work, and it felt more like a proper rhythm game by playing it that way. But this, because it's it's running left to right, nothing that my buttons seem to connect, it just felt like I could just hit any button and it never felt right. I don't know. Mm. I've, I've felt kind of negative about this, which I don't want to be, because I think this is actually an extremely cool package, and I think it's great that Square Enix made this, just because of the sheer enormity of how much music is in here. Which is... Yeah, uh, even the 
even the DLC lineup, which, and yes, it's DLC, but that's insane. That's like nearly a third of the track list itself. Yeah, um, our wiki, the Final Fantasy wiki, finalfantasy.fandom.com, if you don't know, uh, lists that there's 385 songs at launch. Uh, there's mm-hmm. 27 special songs. and Right, the digital deluxe bonus, yeah. Yeah, and then... It looks like the season passes contain 90 songs, and there's some other... Yep. So there's going to be 502 songs total from a right, yeah. vast enormity of Square Enix products from Live Alive, basically every Final Fantasy game, even the crappy ones like Mobius and Mystic Quest, they're here. Um, yeah, Nier so we got the Final Fantasy ones, and then the DLC is going to be saga and Ma- but some of the saga stuff is already out and then there's mana and chrono trigger and chrono cross uh the world ends with you the near series octopath traveler uh live alive xenogears yeah like god damn they actually want to remember xenogears yeah it's amazing uh, a couple of the dlc packs haven't been formally revealed yet but one of them already leaked as uh, being a bravely default pack Ooh. That's, there's good music in Bravely Default. Yeah. Not in Bravely Second. Another one. Bravely which... Second has terrible music, but Bravely Default one. That had a great music in that. Yeah. yeah, which leaves one DLC pack that is currently unconfirmed, but at the same time that they accidentally leaked the Bravely Default pack, like uh, they went, they had gone through the song list and there was, you know, this very conspicuous section with no da- with no data that had exactly the same number of songs as the final DLC pack and was situated between Final Fantasy 15 and the spin-offs. Ooh. So, uh, Ooh. Ooh, that's, expi- that's so, exciting. That's very exciting. So, yes, that's... Uh, and that's the final DLC pack that's coming out at the beginning of November, so it will have been plenty of time since uh, that game... If it is indeed, that game has come out. See, I did not know that. I thought all the DLC had already been announced, and for all I know, there could be Terra Enigma songs in here. Probably yeah, they, not. They had, because they had a... announced 13 of the 15 DLC packs, and but the other two they had at least been trying to keep secret. Okay. Probably not Terra Enigma, because that was published by Enix, and nobody cares about Enix yeah. games anymore. Yeah, the the theater rhythm games that uh, never seem to cover never seem to cover games that were just uh, uh, that were published by Enix pre-merger, except for the uh, one that, uh, except for one of the ones that you know, there was a theater rhythm Dragon Quest uh, yeah. for the 3DS, which uh, never came out outside of Japan. That's a dick move. There's good Dragon Quest music. I mean, it's not like. It's not stuff that I listen to by choice, like Final Fantasy music, but it is fun stuff to play during the game. I mean, I think I know exactly why Fierce Rhythm Dragon Quest could have never come out outside of Japan, you know, because the uh, now-dead former composer for the series is a, was a massive racist. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. He was like... Big time, Japan did nothing wrong in World War II. He was one of those guys. He 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 was someone who was so so 
absurdly homophobic that Square Enix once had to put out a statement saying, no, 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 we we don't agree with his views. What the hell is wrong with him? Ooh, man. I, that's not cool, considering there are extremely great queer-coded characters in Dragon Quest Eleven. And yeah. yeah, that that's not that's not cool, dude, at all. The best Dragon Quest yeah. Eleven character is never explicitly called gay, but he is absolutely the gayest guy that has ever been, and he is maybe the best character in gaming history. He is possibly one of the most camp people in video games. Yes, he creates a parade, and your character joins in it. He <laughs> saves the world with the parade. And unfortunately, yeah. I've been I've been vamping for a while because I can't remember his name. God damn it! Was, uh, it, was it Silvando? It was Silvando. Thank you. Yes, Silvando. He calls everybody darling. Yeah. All right. Um. Let's see. Oh, uh, you had a very particular party, some color mage. Oh right, that thing I posted in the Discord yes. uh, server where. Uh, where when I was going through uh, Ten Two songs, because Ten Two only gives you three characters, of course, it gives you uh, Yuna Number Two, and two Riku Yunas. and Pain. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. There's Final Fantasy Ten Yuna and Final Fantasy Ten Two Yuna. Yeah. You get the Final Fantasy Ten Yuna if you want to summon things faster, and you get the Final Fantasy Ten Two Yuna if you want to shoot things in the face. Hmm. So, so I just put whoever I had with the lowest experience in the final slot. So I, I had, you know, just finished. Tentu was one of the easiest ones outside the stuff that's in the demo. So I just shoved X-Death in there. <laughs> so now X-Death is one of the girls. Yeah. Canonically, when you replay Final Fantasy Tentu, Eureka. It's going to be Eureka X, because X death's in there. <laughs> oh, I, I love that. I truly love that. There's something There's something so wonderfully wholesome about that. Yeah. I, I could just imagine the girls sleep over and X death is there. And they can't do his hair because he doesn't have hair. He's a monster tree in a mask. But still. Well, he, he probably has leaves somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you know. Maybe he'll. Maybe they could style his horrible, grotesque Neo X death form, which is just this Cronenbergian hor- body horror thing. Uh, do you have anything else to say about this game? Um, I don't think so. Like, uh, I mean, the like the characters that there's a lot of them, but. They have actually tried to give every character their own niche. It's quite impressive, actually. Like, every character seems to eventually get their own Limit Break equivalent that uh, (laughs) very fundamentally factors into how they play. Like, off the top of my head, uh, Ultima Shia, her her skill that only she can use is one that just, like, gives you a ton... gives you a ton of magic, so... Like, you just put that and her best spells on her and wreck shit. Um, a really fun one is uh, Bart's, because uh, Bart's special ability, so it's increase all of the user's stats by 150, which that's already fairly strong. 
That's that but would be broken in a proper JRPG. But it also has the same trigger conditions as Mimic. So, so uh, you can equip that skill, and then when you use it, anyone in the party who has Mimic will mimic the special oh, and so... get 150 to everything themselves. And Bart has Mimic, so he can mimic his own special and get plus 300 to everything. Okay, I was going to ask if it actually did, if it stacked like that, or if it would stack like 150% times 150%, which would be like yeah, 225 yeah, it, versus... It's, yeah, it's... Plus one fifty, not a percentage. Okay. But also, like it's something that it's something that the game uh, explicitly points out. You know, while just by you know leveling and using stat boosting items, you're capped to nine hundred and ninety nine. Uh, in once you're in a stage, there is no stat cap, so mm. you can just continue pumping as much buffs as you want if you have them. Nice. Um, I I was laughing during your little thing, not because of anything you said. But because I'm on the wiki right now as we're recording on my phone, which means there's ads here. And guess what ad is at the bottom of the goddamn page? <laughs> is it that, uh, that thing you were talking about earlier? It's fucking the, uh... Queen's Blade Limit Break. Yes, it's fucking here. <laughs> it's on the wiki now. <laughs> it's fucking naked Egyptian anime girl winking at me why the hell is it here Ugh. um uh, my final thought on this is that theater rhythm is everything i wanted dissidia to be which is a glorious celebration of final fantasy in the most adorable and comprehensive way without pointless idiotic meaningless stories attached to it that make no sense and are endlessly frustrating right. Right. I should say that yeah, this is part of the 35th anniversary thing, th celebrations. The 35th anniversary is still going and will probably still be going until at least Final Fantasy 16 is out yeah. in the middle of the year. Uh, that Kabuki, that Final Fantasy 10 Kabuki thing, uh, that's also part of the 35th anniversary celebrations. Uh, on that poster, you uh, uh, you had it's uh, it's got the 35th anniversary thing. Right in the t in the top corner. Oh, I did um, not realize. Yeah, huh. and like, yeah, I, and like originally, you know, if you just looked at stuff that happened in, you know, the actual 35th anniversary in 2022, it seemed you know, quite weak because uh, you know, there was Stranger Paradise, which was good, but you know, clearly not to everyone's tastes, no. and chocobo gp which was a fucking disaster yeah and that's about all they had ready for 2022 itself well, you know that's the but, problem uh, with modern gaming is that when you want to make a game it takes at least five years hmm. if not usually eight now so you know hmm. i i that reminds me i had a thought recently which is that all right it's now the year 2023 and i'm 32 years old how many Square Enix games, how many mainline Final Fantasy games, if the series continues, will I see in my lifetime? And I think I thought that I'm never going to be able to see past, like, Final Fantasy 22. 
at their current pace. Yeah, that's definitely a thing because they have gotten slower. Like things might pick up a bit now that Square has mostly abandoned the idea that they can make their own engines. Like they technically can, and the Final Fantasy XVI's engine is actually in-house, but uh, but for a lot of stuff, they have transitioned to being an Unreal and Unity. Uh, based company which you know, allows them to uh, put out games faster than they were during the PS3 and PS4 days um, so they might pick up a bit now but it's still it's still kind of sluggish compared to uh, older efforts we're never going to have the Playstation 1 era where you've got Final Fantasy 7, 8 and 9 in like a four-year period. It's never going to happen again. No, it's like a three-year period. Uh, uh, during the uh, late, yeah, during the uh, late PS1, early PS2 period, they actually managed to annualize the series for a bit. Like uh, 9, 10, 11 all came out, uh, came out uh, a year between each other. All three of those were announced on the same day, even. I think it was actually 10, 11, and 12 were announced on the same day. Or maybe I'm wrong. I, I think I think you are right because uh, they had that old Final Fantasy X logo that they didn't use. Yeah, but I know twelve was announced like seven years before it actually came out. Yeah, twelve. Uh, twelve. Uh, yeah, pretty much tried to uh, have you know close to HD level assets on the PS2, which. Uh, yeah, that uh, that doesn't work. No, I mean it does. It does mean, but it does mean that the Zodiac Age comes out very nice. Yeah, and uh, probably fix the fact that every single character in that game looks like they haven't slept for three weeks. Mm. Right, that was a very interesting decision to give every single character gigantic circles under their eyes. Mm. All right. Um, some color mage, I brought you here for a specific reason. You've been you and Cat Use actually have been promising me a gold mine of drama or something with Final Fantasy fourteen. Right. So uh last month, uh I believe we mentioned uh, the Omega Protocol, the uh, most recent ultimate difficulty fight, and how it had already caused problems with uh with some things that could potentially have been glitches, but probably haven't been since they didn't bother to fix it. And also that uh, uh, that someone had leaked a late part of the fight. Um, and yeah, the drama uh, did not stop there. So uh, first of all, uh, someone managed to leak the very end of the fight uh, fight early they, they discovered a glitch that allowed them to play any cutscene regardless of whether or not they'd actually unlocked it and so someone did that and used it to post the ending cutscene of the omega protocol okay has anyone actually beaten omega yet yeah yes i'll get to that okay um so anyway on january 31st the end of the month uh someone reported uh to the clear this is a japanese group uh, called unnamed uh yeah yes that is the name it's not an unnamed team it is a team called unnamed okay uh because 
Um, and I'll go I, it's, my, it's a very uh, Kingdom Heartsy kind of vibe. Yeah. So, you know, people were celebrating, people were, you know, congratulating stuff. And then shortly afterwards, uh, someone posted a video from an uh, unnamed uh, progression. And it showed them using uh, this mod that allowed them to zoom the camera out so far that you could see the entire arena at once. And hmm. so at That's this point, allowed. all hell broke loose. That is very much not allowed. Final Fantasy XIV is very strictly no mods. Uh, the reason for this is fairly obvious. You know, it is a in addition to being for PC, it is also PS4 and PS5, and all players are on the same servers, unless you live in China or, North, or South Korea. Uh, so, you know, they don't want people, they don't want PC players to have an unfair advantage, so mods are completely banned. But, at the same time, they can't really enforce it in full, because, you know, Yoshida refuses to put, you know, very, like strict integrity checking and such in in the game because that would make it run like shit and on on bad uh, on weaker PCs and he doesn't want that to happen. So okay. basically so basically a lot of PC agrees uh, PC players agreed that you know if you just stick to like visual stuff and also don't try to rub it in Square Enix's face then, then fine, you do you, whatever, we don't care. So, so using this to uh, effectively cheat in uh, in an ultimate raid uh, caused a hell of a lot of drama to happen, and and basically shortly after this, members of Unnamed were already deleting their accounts because uh, Japanese players are extremely fucking vindictive towards cheaters, oh, and no. they received a shit ton of har of harassment. Oh, that's not cool. So all of this stuff is happening, and you know, about a day and a half later, uh, Yoshida, who you know, he he doesn't say anything during World First races. He he shows up, and he is really pissed. This is you know. You know, he's he's still being very you know, diplomatic and uh, you know, executive-like in in this message he posted. But you can tell it's like the angriest he has ever been when working on this game. And like he's, and you know, in addition to the the Beatles stuff, you know, he he says, you know, well, we have already identified the uh, the glitch that allowed the cutscene to be leaked early. And we have already identified who did it and punished the person responsible. Oh, yeah. man. We are going to track down the employee that uh, posted leaks of the fight and, uh, and you know, dang, a firm punishment. Like, this this thing is written so angrily, I think Yoshida is actually going to kill this man if he finds him. <laughs> you know what? This um, is actually scary because do you remember in school, you had the mean teachers and you had the nice teachers? And the mean teachers, they were always fucking mean, and they were always angry. But then sometimes you and the other kids pissed off the nice teacher, and when the nice teacher got really mad at you and was yelling, that was so much scarier. That's how I feel right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said, yeah, th third party tools are not allowed. I know you people have this weird agreement among yourselves, but I have links 
to several videos of myself where I have said in no uncertain terms that these are completely forbidden. It's like he did, he posted links to several videos of himself saying that. Yeah, and you know, we we are going to investigate the team that did the world first, and if we find out that they've that they have been modding, like, I mean, obviously they knew they had been modding, but you know, this was an announcement. We are going to enact penalties against them. Uh, if you keep doing this, we are going to stop making ultimates. Oh, uh, um, man, uh, and. This like, is very yeah, it, unchill for what should be just like a fun challenge level. Yeah, yeah, and like immediately after that, like the GMs just went straight to work. I don't think they uh, they banned the person who uh, who actually actually had the mods in the video in question because I think he'd already deleted his account. But for the uh, remaining players, like the GMs immediately caught them. You know, you you have not been caught modding, but you only cleared because of these mods. Therefore, uh, we are undoing your clear. Your achievement has been revoked. Your title has been revoked. Uh, we can't revoke the weapon you won because of how the system works. But if you do not destroy the weapon yourself, you will find yourself right back here. Oh, um, man. And like, and like in Yoshida's notes, uh, there's something... Right, right. I'll just quote the ending of this because, like, yeah, it really is the angriest I've ever heard him. It is extremely disappointing for me personally to see this commotion surrounding third-party tools once again in wake of what happened with the Dragon Song's reprise. As the individual who is entrusted with full supervision over Final Fantasy XIV, it is my responsibility to enact countermeasures and police the use of these tools, as well as educate people not to use these types of third-party tools. This is especially unfortunate when I, as a gamer, am cheering on everyone who is learning this content by trial and error and putting in the effort to clear. Although unofficial, I am of course surprised of the race for the world first clear. And we have shown our support for everyone in the community by sharing information on the first clears once multiple clear teams came forth, and exact clear times had been confirmed. However, as announced in the previous statement, uh, I think in this case he's talking about the Dragon Song's reprise one, uh, where uh, uh, where they actually didn't congratulate any World First teams and instead put out a statement about third-party tools, and uh, then started banning a bunch of people who uh, were showing off their mods on Twitter. Jesus. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Um, and the only mod so... they used is just to be able to see the entire stage. They used a few other things, but that's the most obvious. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, previous statement. I plan to refrain from doing so for the time being. We hear the community voice that an official raid race should be supported and re regulations should be decided upon. This is a topic which needs to be discussed internally, so please allow me to keep this as an item for future consideration. The Ultimate Raid series is the most difficult battle content within Final Fantasy XIV, and we released this content after testing that it can be cleared without the use of any third-party tools. However, if the presumption that is that this content will be tackled and cleared with the use of third-party tools, then any reason to develop high-difficulty battle content seems to be lost. 
it is very difficult for me to understand as a gamer what the meaning behind using numerous third-party tools to compete to clear first would be. I want to apologize specifically to the many of you who are continuing towards clearing this content and without the use of third-party tools, consistently streaming your progress and continuing the trial and error process. However, please note that the development and operation teams take, take notice of all of your passion. Please be sure to take proper care of yourselves as you continue to tackle the Omega Protocol. If the illicit use of third-party tools is made clear through our investigations, I, at the very least, will not recognize that team as the true world first. Man. And, yeah, like... You know what? Wow. He's very upset with this, and... Like, it's understandable because nearly everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Uh -huh. um, there was actually one glitch that they had to fix with the fight where... Uh, um, where uh, where a uh, character's um, attack, uh, where uh, one in one of the phases uh, the uh, uh, Omega could attack before it was possible to actually set up the proper tanking for it and just you know like randomly kill one of the other players. Um, so the fight was already harder than it was supposed to be. Yeah, which they did fix, although not until after these uh, these clears had happened. Okay. Um, but yeah, this is. Uh, there was eventually another team. So there's. Uh, so did yeah, the second us? team to finish was uh, Neverland. They finished on the first of February, uh, but nobody really trusted them because Neverland was uh, one of the teams involved in uh, the Dragon Song Reprise oh, uh, third-party tool stuff. Um, <sighs> Well, uh, some color mage. But they you... didn't get caught this time. Well, I, I, I have here actually. You missed some of Yoshi P's statement, and and I have a bit yeah. more. I have a bit more. I found. Um, quote: You cheated not only the game but yourself. You didn't grow. You didn't improve. You took a shortcut and gained nothing. You experienced a hollow victory. Nothing <laughs> was risked and nothing was gained. It's sad you don't know the difference. <laughs> it, it's a miracle he didn't post that actually yeah. um, he is online enough that I think he would have done that as, yeah. it is kind of hysterical that he's like as a gamer I don't understand how you would not have no integrity at all yeah. <laughs> I mean dude People get tired of losing and are going to go and take a shortcut eventually. <laughs> At a certain point, you just want to go to fucking bed. You can't stay forever on the damn stage. That's yeah. Um, the, uh, the community uh, group that does the World First stuff, uh, they recorded eight clears, uh, not in counting unnamed because unnamed never registered with them to begin with. Uh, but you know, I think they probably just stopped... Uh, stop counting since you know this the world first race ended about a month ago yeah so oh well that is hysterical that is maybe the best final fantasy 14 story we've ever had that makes the stupid billboard story sound like nothing do you remember the billboards uh there's a like uh, you know the concept of Health Channel, the thing I told you about before, I've mentioned before, right? That's you know, mostly 
and mostly a channel on the Discord that Gabe and Yoon created early on to just contain the Final Fantasy XIV ship posting to the people who actually play the game. Yeah. Uh, we we currently actually call that channel uh, Yoshi P disapproves of your Zoom hack billboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is not on our Discord. What Discord is this? It, it's on our Discord. It's just hidden. Oh, oh, okay. I I don't even have access to that one. Or maybe it's hiding in archives of time. Nah, it's uh, it's hidden in the in the off topic section. Uh. While the uh, rights on the Discord server do uh, very often glitch out, I think he, they do actually have it correctly configured that only people who are supposed to be able that have posting rights in the channel can read it. Okay, I maybe it's just that I don't play Final Fantasy XIV, so I'm not allowed in. I don't know. Basically. That's weird, because as a mod, I should probably be able to see in there. But you know what? That's fine. It's a whole other thing. <laughs> Oh man, um, I I feel like on the one hand he is vastly taking this way too uncoolly, but also, you know, this is a this is a community event. It it is like you know like you set up this big gigantic party, and some people fucking spoiled it. Cause I know I remember there was similar stories with Destiny. We had to solve some kind of puzzle, and some people did it wrong and screwed the whole thing up, and there was some exclusive cutscene that got opened that way. Not that I play any games like this. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, some call mage, when are you is... when are you going to beat Omega? When are you going to report back your findings? Oops. God, I I can barely do savage difficulty stuff. <laughs> I mean, you did play um, all of uh of uh. Whatchamacallit, Stranger in Paradise. Yeah, but I played it on the easy difficulty. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you cheated not only yourself, but the game, etc., etc. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, I am doing the DLC stuff, but technically I'm cheating even harder to do that because, uh, like, I think I mentioned this uh, last time Stranger Paradise uh, came up. For, for Chaos difficulty and harder, there's this thing called Extra Mode, which uh, gives you which uh, has you permanently in uh, in Jack's uh, super mode, with whichever one you got equipped, because there's a few levels of it, and uh, one of the and when you start the DLC, the first mission, uh, not only can you not lose that, uh, its rewards are a, a set of equipment uh, that when um, that when equipped, they ha already have the right affinities for. Uh, uh, the ability that gives you uh, invincibility while you're in uh, Jack Super mode. Okay. Oh, so so right. so you have basically an infinite going. Yeah, you can just have uh, infinite uh, immunity as long as you're doing the extra mode stuff. All right. Well, whatever and it takes to, that to beat the game. But there's been too much other stuff to play. I feel like at this point, like gaming has evolved as an entire industry to where. If people just want to see all the shit, people should just be allowed to see all the shit, no matter how how and little you want them to do there it. Was, uh, there was uh, something that uh, you know, we discovered after uh, recording the last podcast that uh, Jack has then attacked its uh, Final Fantasy Unlimited re reference. Oh, yeah! He loads his 
He loads his gun with a soil, soil charge triad and shoots Phoenix at the enemy. Yeah, that was so cool. That is the coolest thing. All right, if anyone does not know, and maybe we have to do a whole episode on Final Fantasy Unlimited, that is the anime series from, like, 2003-ish. It was actually, like, one of the first Final Fantasy things I ever saw. Like, I watched this anime without having any real context for the series, so I didn't know how off it was, and it was extremely off. But the main hero of that show is this guy Kaze, and he has this system called Soil, where he'll go and grab three random bullets that all all these colorful powders in them, and he'll throw them in his gun, and he'll shoot it, and he'll summon a thing. And every single episode, he has the same sequence, and it's so cool, he goes, Soil is my power. And then I'll go and name his thing, it's like, The Glittering Glow of Eternity. Forever White. And then I'll go and load that thing. And then it'll say, Come out! I summon you! Phoenix! And then shoot it. And it was so goddamn cool. Show's yeah. not good, but I like that Magun thing. I've always wanted it to be mm. a mechanic in a game. Anyway, I, I think we're out of things to talk about, right? I, I think so, yeah. Unless there was something else you wanted to talk about. But I, I don't I'm know. out. You're out of stuff? Um... I don't know, you want to talk politics? Not on the podcast, no. No. Uh, you want to talk about uh, Harry Potter, the new video game? God, no. Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck would want to talk about that? <laughs> you want to talk about the new, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, Atomic Hearts? The game made that's funded by Russian oligarchs and people are pissed off about that? I don't that. even know what that fucking thing is. I just yeah, saw people talking about it once and immediately decided, you know what, that's not my problem. I'm going to move on, play some other games. You know, the, you know, the Nintendo Direct might not have had Final Fantasy stuff, but it did have a Metroid Prime remake. So I got that. It's fucking cool. Yeah. And I can ignore whatever weird fucking game that, you know, the internet can't shut up about. You know what? Here's my, my conclusion with all this, is that possibly the world's problems will not be solved on internet forums. Especially internet gaming forums. Yeah. And yeah. also, fuck J.K. Rowling. Wait, like, we can officially say that here. Um, Alright, so yeah. that is, uh, that's the end of our episode. It's a shorter one, but I think short is good. I think uh, mm -hmm. getting it at a tight 80 minutes, sometimes that could be a good thing. Uh, so I was Blue Highland. I was your host. Uh, Some Color Mage was also your host. But he was less of a yep. host. I'm the main host. Would you agree on the that? The sub-host. You're the sub-host. Yes. You're the, uh, the yeah. host. Um, you're the vice host. Hmm. Uh, I am the Augustus. You are the I mean, the I guess I host. did technically host one episode of this, so yeah, I am the vice host. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I am the Augustus host. You're the Caesar host. When I pass away, <laughs> you will take over this podcast. Or when you have the, the guards kill me. Whichever happens first. Uh, so uh, the official wiki is called uh, finalfantasy.fandom.com. Go there. There's a lot of stuff. There's also ads for pervy anime games. Um, I don't know if that's mostly a me problem, but it's a problem that's showing up more and more. Uh, this podcast yeah, updates... I, mean, I can't tell if it's a problem because I don't approach this site without an ad blogger. Well, I need to use my phone on this thing because I don't trust my computer to not melt down while I'm recording. So, you know, I have to deal with this shit. 
so I, I have I have Firefox on my phone, and you can install an ad blocker on that. You can get Firefox on an iPhone. Um. Oh yeah, there is a. You can get the other browsers on uh, on iOS. However, they don't have their usual rendering rendering engine because uh, because Apple demands there's uh, basically every browser be a wrapper for Safari. But oh, I believe Firefox extensions do still work on the iOS version of it. I'm not going to deal with that. I'll, I'll just I'll just suffer with the pervy anime ads. You know, it's really not that bad of a problem. It's just funny to me. Um, so uh, the music for this podcast is La Matana de los Jovenes Caballeros, which is the Mount Colts music from Final Fantasy VI, as remixed by Expert Novice off the Balance and Ruin OC remix album, which is a fun listen. I've actually listened to the whole thing last month. It was actually a good time. Uh, we'll be back next month with something or another. Uh, also, if you want to come talk to us, we have a Discord I, I'm not actually sure what the hyperlink yes. to that would be, but I'll I'll put it in the episode description. Come hang out. We've recently uh, we've recently reorganized the place, so I think it's more usable. There there is an invite link, but I don't know what it is off the top of my head. And even if I did, I'm not reading out a Discord URL on <laughs> in the podcast recording because it's just a bunch a of random of characters. Here, I'll, yeah. I'll read it out for you. Uh, Discord.com slash channel slash 35468-32411041. I lost it. All right, never mind. Ah, fuck. All right. Uh, you know what? Have a good evening, everybody. Thank you for listening. Hey. Hey.